Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts Interrupted with your one and only host, CCD. If you tuned into my last episode, it was a pretty good one. I was discussing love and if it's possible to find love in today's society. So for today, I'm going to be getting away from love. It seems to be my favorite subject. But today I'm going to be spotlighting something that's very personal to me. And that's trauma. We all have it. We all deal with it differently. But I found that holding on to any trauma, it affects relationships. It affects your personal relationships. It affects your career. It affects your life. So I want to talk about how I deal, how I'm still dealing with my trauma in hopes that it helps you or someone you know. So as always, I appreciate you for listening. And if you haven't, check out my last episode, Looking for Love, and the episodes before that. I promise you, you'll love them. Today's episode is titled Traumatize. This episode is personal for me in so many ways. And I wanted to highlight trauma because I found that it has prohibited me from a lot of things. It still impacts me into my adult years. So trauma that I've experienced as a child, as a teenager, I'm still carrying with me as a woman, which is why I wanted to dedicate and have an episode where I highlight trauma and how it impacts all of us, men and women. So how many of us can admit that we can't have healthy relationships because of one thing, one person, and that is you? As a woman, I know so many other women who share the same story, who carry the same luggage full of trauma to one relationship after the next, in every choice, in every mistake, one after many. Let's be honest. Most women, especially black women, are forced to transition from a young girl to a woman at an early age, usually the age of 13. And it's almost never by choice. This is just one factor of trauma. And when I highlight women, men experience trauma as well, but I wanted to start off with the woman's perspective because I'm a woman. So for a young girl, as soon as she starts going breasts, appearing shapely, and coming into her genetic features, is usually when she becomes the unsolicited target of boys and men, older men specifically. At a time when she is just learning and figuring out her body, is when she has to deal with lustful looks and boys and men alike acting on their intention. And usually, I stress the word usually because I don't want to implicate that this is the reason or cause of certain trauma, but depending on a girl's family makeup, you know, if she has a father in her life, if her parents are married or divorced, she will fall victim to rape engage in sexual activity early and in an irresponsible manner 
and other horrendous things that honestly are just too hurtful to discuss. Men also experience trauma, and it's usually at the same age. The difference is, society doesn't highlight and almost doesn't make a big deal of young boys early transition into a man. I mean, let's be honest. In a lot of cultures, a young man losing his virginity at a young age is almost always glorified. It's normalized and viewed as okay by many. That there is nothing wrong with an older woman sleeping with a young boy. And it's sad and sick in so many ways. Another thing that as mothers of sons, or if you have a brother, or just boys growing up have to be fearful of, is also perhaps another man. So not just an older woman approaching a young boy, but also possibly an older man. This is a very touchy subject, so I won't go too much into it. But there's so many, so many threats against our children. And it's important for me to talk about this because this is where most of the trauma that adults are dealing with, like myself, this is where it started. When we were transitioning from an adolescent to a teenager. Then there's also the exploit of young girls and boys by family members, leaving you to wonder, who can you trust? Who should you trust? I wanted to discuss and explore trauma because it has and continues to affect the way I approach every part of my life. Trauma is always the elephant in any room, whether it applies to your career choice, love choice, or life decisions. How much trauma you have experienced in your life will affect you and how long that occurs all depends on if and when you choose to address all the bad things that's happened to you. That's if, remember, I say when you choose to address, but a lot of times we unknowingly don't address things that we've chosen to bury. Like myself, you know, I've created this mechanism where a lot of things that have happened to me in my past I have found a way to bury them so deep that they're almost non-existent. You know, which is something that I'm working on. But I believe a lot of people that have encountered certain traumas do the same. It's a way to still be functional and not have to address what you've been through. But I'm going to share some of my experiences and how I'm learning to address and deal with them. I'm far from perfect. But the one thing I've always vowed to myself and others is to always be transparent. Maybe hearing parts of my story will help others or even help you to heal and start emptying that bag of trauma. So my first bag of trauma, I'm going to call it daddy issues. 
so yes i guess you guys can kind of guess where this is going but i labeled it daddy issues because i found that my relationship with my dad has affected a lot of my relationships with men in general okay where do i begin not gonna go too deep into it so i didn't meet my father until i was 14 um the story about how i was able to finally get in contact with him um i was going to church and it was through a church friend who said you know do you know your dad and i'm just like no and he's like well your dad has been looking for you hence begins my daddy issues so growing up my mom always told me my dad didn't want to be a part of my life he was no good he didn't take care he wasn't a good man and that's why she was no longer with him so that's all I knew of him you know and aside from baby pictures I didn't know that man from the time I could remember so it was weird to me here I was 13 years old in church and someone comes up to me randomly asking me do I know my dad and did I want to see him and it's so funny that this happened on a night where my mom let me stay after church she had to go to work and she trusted us to stay with some church friends so my mom wasn't around to even intervene which I think is why that person even stepped in so fast forward they take me to meet my dad and wow it was interesting this man looked just like me and of course you know I found out I had brothers and sisters because of course he had another family and the first day I met him I'll never forget he took me to McDonald's and that was a big deal to me because my mom was super strict we never ate out she always cooked so going to McDonald's was a big treat and I got to spend time with my dad story doesn't end here so as you can expect this was a lot for a 13 year old you know being told your whole life up until that point that your dad never existed and then for him to finally appear i think i was confused and there was a lot of anger but that anger didn't start come out until my last year junior high 14. so fast forward i just started feeling like everything i was ever told was a lie I didn't understand and I started to rebel. I remember my last year of junior high, I decided to run away from home. I think I was angry at my mom and I stayed out, you know, all weekend, didn't want to call her. I had lied to a good friend of mine saying, yeah, my mom told me I can stay over the weekend, which wasn't true. Um, fast forward that story. My mom was super worried, called the cops. They thought something happened to me. Eventually, I returned home, and when I returned home, I don't remember the details, but my mom made the decision to send me to go live with my dad. Supposed to be for the summer only. But that summer turned into the rest of my life. Now, I'm living with my dad and my stepmom and my siblings. And let's just say it wasn't the easiest. Were there a lot of things that I did wrong? Yes. I was rebelling. I think I was dealing with a lot of emotions and I didn't know where to put them. So I took them out on my dad and my stepmom. I viewed her as the evil villain. You know, 
I created reasons as to why she didn't like me. I do believe at that age she really didn't like me. And I did a lot of things. I stole from them. I acted out. I ran away. And during that time in New York City, there was what you call a pins warrant. And so I remember one night, I don't remember how it started, but all I can remember, (laughs) this is the last thing I remember, is my stepmom spit on me. And when that happened, let's just say I ended up getting arrested (laughs) and taken to the crazy house because that's how much I flipped out. So fast forward from that, my dad pretty much gave up custody of me at that point. I didn't really understand it then, but as time grew of me being away from home, I understood. But pretty much he gave up custody of me. I was placed in the foster system. And what ACS is now is nothing compared to what it was when I was in the system. And it was the most horrible experience and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I was I went from different shelters I was placed on this place called Leakin Watts, and that forever changed my life. To sum the story up, I essentially, you know, from being on my own at 14 and going through the foster care system where people act like they cared about you when you were nothing but a paycheck, and just some of the things that I went through, it caused me to have daddy issues which are just essentially abandonment issues I just never learned to really trust anybody never really felt loved so yeah um that that's trauma number one so on to trauma number two wanting to be loved As you can imagine, I only gave you guys a glimpse into my life in the system, being away from my family. During that time, I had my son at the young age of 15. I didn't have anyone I could really trust. And I saw some things. I mean, to be honest, I'm 36 now. I have been a victim of sexual assault three times. And each time, I kind of like blinked it out and pretended like it never happened. It's the only way, it's the only way I was able to function then, and it's the only way I'm able to function now. I mean, I feel more comfortable addressing it, but with very little detail. Moving on. (laughs) Yes. So having my son was a big change. But again, I was still alone. So there was a lot of things that I had to learn. And during that time, I would say I was very promiscuous. You know, I looked at being with men as if they're with me, that means they love me. You know, that was my idea of love. And I, I believe that comes from because my parents never really addressed what love is, how love should feel. 
So it caused me to have this jaded perception of what love is. And that's trauma number two. Let's see. Trauma number three. Trauma number three would be the past. I'm not going to go into deep. I don't want this to be a sad episode. But essentially... Trauma number three is just me not being able to let go of the past. I think I focused on all the things that I didn't get right and how many mistakes that I've made that it's really never allowed me to just move on. And one thing about being stuck in the past is it doesn't help you heal. (laughs) You know, constantly reminding yourself of what you've been through or what you didn't do can hinder you from accomplishing anything. And that's a part I'm learning to do. I'm learning to let go. You know, and having this podcast is really great for me because I get to share with you guys, you know, my life. And I'm slowly starting to open up. But yes, so those are three of my traumas. Daddy issues, wanting to be loved, and letting go of the past. And I just wanted to highlight what I'm going through in hopes that it helps you or someone you know understand that you are not to blame for anything that you've been through, anything that you've done, or anything that you're currently going through. Everything has a purpose, and even if your life may not be going as planned, there's still a plan in failure. There's still a purpose. And you can always reroute your destination. So I just want to make sure that you never give up and know that in order to move forward, you have to unpack that bag, that baggage of trauma. You have to address what hurts, what you haven't healed from in order to move past. And that goes for relationships, careers, just life overall. And that's something, like I explained, I'm coming into. And I'm glad that I can share my journey. And yes, so I'm excited about the future because I also made a decision to seek a therapist. You know, I think a lot of times we think we can heal ourselves and it's not true. Sometimes you need a licensed professional to help you on the path. So that's why I made the step to see a therapist and change my life so the end of the day is I want to get married I want to be ready for my husband and I want to make sure that I am walking and living in my purpose daily so I hope this episode was not too much and like I said if it doesn't help you share it with someone you know And make sure if you haven't already, check out my other episodes. But thank you for listening. And until next time, create, inspire, and influence. Love you.